Driving while awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> oh God. Yo. Do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO. Mellow grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. All oh, this smells of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO. You only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No. Beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. I threw it up. <laughs> I just got a text message from my mom. Uh, I just read that bowhead whales can live to 200 years. What? (laughs) (laughs) Trivia time, the root of it. Look at this. My sister's on there too, and she's like, whoa. And my my mom replies, very. Very whoa. Very whoa. Just very whoa. Your mom didn't use a word like, uh, wait, what's her? Divine? (laughs) Yeah, divine. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Anyways, uh, enough about uh, my mom's text messages. How are, you guys, how are you guys doing? It's a different podcast. Yeah, it's definitely a different podcast. Um, hey, Thursday edition, we answer questions, right? We That's do. true. Okay, I'm going to insert a question right now. What? Tell me what you think. Oh, it's. Uh, I hate it when he does this. I do too. <laughs> Off the script. Usually I say, like, call me crazy. Yeah, no, I'm not exactly. saying that. Oh, it's, he's it's switching a, it up. No, it's just a straight question. So do you spend six grand on a Mark V GTI? Or do you spend sixteen grand on the like the, the Golf R? Uh, I wouldn't get an R. Period. Really? Yeah. Why? Because I don't need all-wheel drive. But what? Like, are they bad for any reason? Does anybody know anything about them? I think mm-hmm. they're they're no, a they're little, good. They're like I think the motor's a little bit hopped up. The all-wheel drive is kind of cool. Like especially if you're looking at WRXs and prices are a little crazy. <laughs> Wait, it's like oh, you so are, kind of are a, you talking about kind of a German version? Is that the, the but you're talking about Mark Six, right? That's not uh or or the Mark Seven on both. Uh, I'm talking about Mark's. No, not Mark's. Mark Five, uh, but I think the R is Mark, a Mark six. six, technically. Yeah. So, okay. so whatever. Do, Mark Six, same for same too. Maybe. I'm trying to because if there's a TSI, because there's one that they didn't make with a manual, GTI. right? One didn't come in a manual. Is DSG only? Which one am I thinking of? Correct. That was the. Was that a six? This, the six definitely had manuals. Mark Five. Mark V didn't come with a manual. Mark V yes, was an R30. Was... Oh, no, wait, 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 wait. I'm thinking, you're right. Yeah, Mark it was IV is R32. R32. R32, Mark... R32 is for Mark IV, yeah. And that didn't come with a manual? Yeah, it did. That did. And th- no, Mark IV did. Those are actually mm-hmm. pretty Mark cool. Mark V didn't come in a manual. Dude, Mark IVs mm-hmm. are actually pretty rad, dude. They've totally, like, come full circle now for they're me. Pretty like, good. They're like, okay. Oh, dude, they look so good. Yeah, they're like, they've aged so well, and they're like modern classics now, I think. It's a super cool oh, car. That. Yeah. So I've been looking at, you know, we were talking about the WRX and I was looking for, I was looking, oh, that'd be a cool car. I'm, I'm going to sell the GTI because I don't need a car payment right now. Basically, it's like over $500 a month. Car. I can't afford a car payment. But you're and, also not using And it. I don't use the car. I pick up my kids. Dude, Golf 337 GTI. So I was looking at those too. Like I was thinking the, or the special edition car, uh, because I was looking at WRXs and they're all crazy. Volkswagens are almost as hard to find, a, like a clean, unmolested one. I still think it's a little easier. But it is easier, and there's a couple 337s around that I think with a little bit of like, you know, replacing this fog light and this balance, you know, this yep. little front yep. thing. You could be in a pretty good position on a 337, which is, I think it's kind of destined to be a little bit of a classic. You know, it's kind of getting there. They're yeah. pretty cool. Like Paul Auto Kettle... After I was looking at him, Paul wrote on the thing, and he said his favorite car he's ever owned was his 337. Whoa, really? Jesus Christ. Yeah. 
They're they're cool, but I wouldn't. I feel like that crazy. answer changes every day, especially from like. In a but I mean, I, that's just giving reference to what the what it is. I mean, uh, yeah, but, he was mentioning that to me specifically. He was he mentioning he he recommended that for Brian. Yeah, and to he was saying our, that it's like Brian. just like a super fun. Like it comes, yeah. you know, there there aren't many of them out there. You got to mm-hmm. find one with a good good owner. But yeah, they're limited. They've got all the special bits on them, and it's just a really fun package. Uh-huh. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. I mean, they're definitely they have cool. like a they have a body kit. Uh, limited slip sport. They have those cool Recaro seats. They do. They have those cool like. You're talking three three seven. Yeah. Why not the? They're uh, all silver. The reflex silver. Why not the R thirty two? What's what R thirty two? So the R thirty two is heavy, the all wheel drive. All wheel yeah. drive. Yeah. Like yeah. I'd rather have a I I. And if I'm going, it's it's a lot more money. When I'm going, I, I think these three three sevens are kind of like. You dude, know, six, hidden gems just because people don't grand, know about them, dude. Like yeah. And uh, Matt from fifteen fifty two and. They they rave about the three three sevens as well. Yeah, and they're Volkswagen guys. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, I'm just surprised that you have not mentioned the most important part of this car is that it only came as a slick top. Come on, Lane. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're yeah, the reflex silver and then they have uh BBS RCs. Oh, uh, let me let me give those BBSs are cool. They're kind of BBS like RCs are my polish kind of shot peen kind yep. of look. Uh but bonus data point for sunroofs, uh really stormy weather. You open up the moonroof. Uh, who cares? The, no, it's awesome. That is, I like doing that too. It's cool because it's I like, not a bright day. Yeah. So you want the extra light, and then you get the rain you blasting off it. Yeah. That's kind of neat. Yeah. But How often can you look up at rain? You know, it's like a down. You know, it's the, the bad part about a sunroof with a rainy day. Leaking. They can leak. Not when they're good. Actually, I've never had a sunroof that leaks. Nice. <laughs> Jinx yourself. But headroom's nice too. Anyway, this is the Thursday edition. I don't have time for this. Our real duty here is to answer questions. Shall you're, we? You're a piece of work. Yeah. <laughs> Without me, this thing would be, we'd be here till fucking two in the morning. Oh, yeah. All right. You guys would have so much fun. Kyle JF90 says, What is your favorite German tuning shop? Is he mean like uh, Alpine? I think like AMG, Alpina, Roof. I love them all. Or Roof's not a tuner. So he's not talking modern, right? Is he talking modern? Hard gay. Historic. I think it could be anything. Nah, well, we're not going to answer modern. Yeah, what are modern much. ones anyways? I'm claiming know. roof. 9FF or something? Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, Sharkworks is a modern tuning, German t- car tuning shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Sharkworks. I think oh, yeah. Like are German. they coming from Germany? Brought to you by or Sharkworks. Or are they tuning Ger- German cars? Yeah, that, I don't know. I guess modern, uh, how are we uh, interpreting this? If you want to turn your water-cooled Porsche or 964, go to sharkworks.com. That's S H A R K S W E R. W E R. Sharks. Sharks works. <laughs> S. <laughs> uh, shark works. Like I said. Sharks work. Uh, all right. So let's go back to Radwood era. Uh, your favorite German tuner. Alpina, probably. Not Roof. No. Because I don't think they're a tuner, they're a manufacturer. But Alpina is too. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah, let's just include manufacturers. Yeah. They are how they have their own vans. Yeah, body and weight. Mm. They're recognized so as, a, as a manufacturer. Yeah. Well, I think Alpine is a cooler tuner, anyways. I mean, if you're looking at it as like they do, like a um, <coughs> I just like the aesthetic, dude. They do more. Uh, there's more models. There's uh, more to look at, and roof. I mean, they have one model with, to do. And, and, and yeah, they do 911s. Roof, yeah, roof is starting with a sports car and making it more sports car-y. Yeah. Uh, Alpina starts with a uh, your daily driver but can and we makes put a, it fucking rad. I would like to put a caveat on like pre-so-some year. I don't know what year that well, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like modern Alpinas, 
basically they're the softer M mm-hmm. car, so they don't offer manual transmissions. Yep. It's like they've turned into a bullshit fuck you company. Yeah. They used to be cool, and now they're totally not cool. Yep. So well, I don't been, know what year that is. They're still cool, but not as cool. They're not that cool, dude. But better than the stock They took car. the Z8, not... Not really. They took like a Z8 and they put the the crap like the not as cool engine in it and stuff. I know that's a that's a good example. Wait, are you of not talking about cool, the but... Z8? And they do automatics. The Z8. What were you talking what? about? Wait, the, the V8 or Z8. The Z8. Yeah. Yeah, they put the 540 V8 in there, which is still a good motor. Yeah, but, exactly. But it's yeah. detuned. Yeah, it's not not, not as good. Dude. Right, not as good. Right. And they automatic is the biggest. Yeah, and they put an automatic and they put big failure. old stupid wheels on it. Yep. All right, so Alpina, 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 Art. Roof, roof, well, no, roof, I roof, said roof, roof, but roof, roof, roof. AMG is pretty freaking rad. It is. Yeah, AMG is rad. But it got absorbed into Mercedes, so pre-merger. Well, Alpina sucks now too. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, just I, I wish shout I, out to I wish AMG did more sports <laughs> sports cars. Can I do a shout out to AC mm-hmm. Schnitzer because they actually built really legit race cars and were successful at racing? Yeah, yeah Dynan okay, did dude, too. Shouts out, dude. How about uh, Hartke? Artie's cool. Dinan. Dinan. Wait, they're not German, though. What's up, dog? What, what are you doing? We don't, we don't know what he means by the question. <laughs> yeah, I don't so know if it's German cars or German companies. Uh, Dant, uh, Dant320 says, Art has just sold a Celica at the top of his budget. What car do each of you choose to replace it and why? Try and avoid the same answers twice. We rep- we're buying this for Art. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to ask you a type, 15, I want 15 a type R. You want a type R? Side all. I don't know what you get for 15 grand. But. Uh, no, you get a decent one. Sure. Uh, okay, so you're saying type R. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think 15, he needs 000. to scratch that itch, and I'd like to try it mm-hmm. to be disappointed. Love it, <laughs> that is uh, an awesome answer just in general. Mini uh, mini GP 2006. <laughs> mini GP. First cool. gen. Yeah. I don't think you can get it for 15, but let's say... Yeah, those are probably in the 20s, huh? Let's uh, see, low 20. No, I've seen, I've seen them for high teens. I mean, it might be possible with like a high mileage example. Just like the ITR, high mileage yeah. ITR, you can do 15. Super rare. Yeah. Less than uh, career GTs, maybe? Yeah. 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 Very rare. That's cool. I'm down. Brian's thinking. So Brian's going to I feel go... like I really want to give a thoughtful answer to this one, but it's just not... That would be nice. ...think about it. Brian's going to go Impala SS oh, 95 with fat slicks... <laughs> Wide facet wheels, right? No, that's, that's what Joe Hagel was gonna that's buy. That's not you. I know. Joe Hagel was gonna buy that. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like I feel like I, <sighs> I haven't stopped to think about it too much, but I feel like I, I always want you to arrive at something that you can stick with for a long time, uh, rather than just cycling through. Like I, I want this for you for some reason. Just you know, <laughs> me projecting personally. Like and it. uh so now this question comes up and i feel like i should have a good answer of what that should be and just something that you could like just stick with but um I, dude art i would love to see you find a car that you just fucking rail and make dirty like we do these rallies <laughs> and you know like joshy robots has his 911 that is just that's him right and he takes it on a ton of events and it's just like it gets patina over time from like that's not patina the, dude that's well, neglect yeah it goes it goes it goes further with him for sure yeah. but uh paul at auto kennel has a car that he just puts a ton of miles on like warren madsen like... has a car lane skelton has a car uh-huh. i want that for art too like i just that brian like, doesn't have a know, car something no yeah then maybe you're projecting 
I literally said that. Oh, you did? <laughs> yeah, I said, I said that exact word. I meant it. I meant it in a different way, though. But um, uh, what is that? Okay. What is that? What is it? Well, it's probably I mean, something you've already I'd had before. To, it's dude, probably it's like going back to a nine nine three. It's a nine nine three that's maybe a little bit less uh, pristine and ready. You know, a little more ready for action. And and you kind of do it up like almost in the way that hey you know what it's destined because Warren's chicken it's nine dollars and ninety three cents no way nine nine three hey. dude chicken and tenders this is, this is not a standard price for every bucket of chicken tenders <laughs> no, that you buy it's no, by, weight. by weight yep. that day wow. the rates change hey, the good chicken market there, fluctuates wildly <laughs> yep so the thing that so on the patreon edition uh that you may or may not have had the benefit of listening to uh art described a uh a porsche 911 <laughs> that was kind of like rs style um and i like that but in a 993 mm-hmm. yeah but wouldn't you be a little sad if art got to a point where he's never going to get another car I, yeah. I would be sad there would be a part of me that would be sad well i wouldn't yeah. be sad yeah, because that, oh and by the way a fucking 993 is a total bullshit answer for a 15 that's exactly budget. what i was gonna say i'm like dude i was gonna say i'm not <laughs> oh, yeah. sad at all because okay. dude a fifteen thousand dollar 993 all right a86 Thanks, guys. I think I think it's an awesome car, dude, and I think that you've owned one before, but you didn't you didn't have the right experience with it. And um, I think you know uh, having just hearing you talk about the the one the with the built motor from Radwood One, uh, Guggenheim edition, the Guggenheim. That's right. <laughs> oh, Hasselgren. Um, <laughs> yeah, 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 dude. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, all in, and and that is definitely true, dude. It's I, lightweight, yeah. rear wheel drive. The reason Japanese. I sold it is because it was rusting apart, and I, I, you know, it was like rust coming out of the fucking like the the uh, the it, firewall. It was like so gnarly, and the exhaust was coming in right or whatever, and so it was like we know now that's that that's so, a major deal for Art, dude, so you had to sell it. Huge. Although I will say, it's so not a keeper car for Art. I would get that thing and be so tired of it. I, I don't think know, you'd be dude. Less tired of it than the Celica. I don't I know. It's got more like yeah, yeah. It's, it's got the more truth value. is, more yeah. sharp. It's more. I think it'd be about the same. It would. He'd, it would definitely be like, like he's, his. Yeah, a, a his third taste or fourth have changed. Car. Yeah, like it would. It would be like See? I feel like in an ideal scenario. Too hardcore. Too like. Yeah, the thing janky. is that dude, but he's got the one twenty six so to offset cool that. He already has that. Well, he's had that for with everything. No. I don't know. He had that with the two thousand two. Like uh, all these old, all this older stuff. That's like. It doesn't doesn't suit art, dude. Well, I mean, he's 2002 an NSX, is a whole different thing. He's an NSX 993, you know, that kind of guy. Well, true. sure, but we can't do we that gotta for this. Evolved, we got to get back there, man. We just got to get back there. He's all. evolved. Rat, keep, keep coming to Radwood, people, and keep supporting Patreon. <laughs> so we, That's yeah. why I think you need a... Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> Patreon will solve everything. Um, dude, Patreon will solve everything. Yeah, huh? dude. Because, like, the, 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 I think the car... Dude, this is gonna. I mean, I think it won't sound crazy. I think it's pretty obvious now that, like, after driving the 964 Turbo, I feel like that is my goal now. Like, I want one of those more than my 993 even now. Why like, a turbo? Why not? Why I, not a turbo? Because I want the wide body rear wheel drive experience. And like the 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 you could get the uh, the special edition that was a was a C4 or whatever. Well, you could get yeah, and there was a C4 only, and I don't want a all wheel drive 964. <laughs> so like, I think, and I love the, I just love the shove. I love the the, the Widowmaker element. Like it's just a really fun car to drive, and I want the wide body. It's just, it's the 993, but a little bit more raw and it, with a sexier body. Yeah. I don't know. Like it's just the whole thing yep. just works for me now. And like that's, I don't know. It's it's kind of like what I have in my crosshairs, and I can totally see that being a keeper. But I have to be in a position where it's like, 
you know, I, I, that's not 15 grand. No, I know. I know. But like you put 15 ground down, down payment, dude, 15 grand for, <laughs> you for a set of wheels, but no, it's, it's more like yeah, exactly. but talking about being in a position where you have that and a couple other cars in addition to that. Right. And right, right now it's like, it's always been just buying the car, owning it for a bit and then, and then, you know, moving on and reusing that money towards another purchase. And, you know, it's just this thing where it's like, and you know, it's like, Eventually, I would love to be in a position to do that again. But right now, um, I think A86 is a valid answer. Why not, right? I mean, it is it is, a, it is a choice. It is your choice. <laughs> You've already done it, though, dude. You've already done I'm it. Down, dude, dude, I'm down, dude. I'm down. I really like them. I want to know. Warren, did you pick a car for him? Uh, come on. It was five minutes ago, Warren. I can't <laughs> remember. JPod999 says, did. am I crazy or is the first-gen Panamera much better looking today than when it first hit the streets? Yeah, you're crazy. You're crazy. I think, Absolutely I think crazy. They're so frumpy and fucking I think heavy looking. The looks are still the same, but I I find them more and more appealing. But uh, they're still super ugly. No way. Charade life. The says, new ones look great. Yes. But yeah, like, the new ones yeah. are awesome. The new ones the way it was Charade supposed life to look says, from day one. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, what is the most? He says most riskiest. How about what is the riskiest automotive repair you've done yourself that ended with success? Hmm. I would say that uh, fuel line repair that I did on the van again was a little risky, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, great success. It was very uh, just take it step by step kind of repair. There wasn't like a lot of technical aspect to it, but you're dealing with fuel in an old car, and it worked. So I, when we were preparing the 944 for Lemons, the very first race, I drilled a hole through the floor to mount something, oh, yeah. and drilled through the the fuel line. And we did a little patch repair there with uh, uh, some tube, right? And some... It wasn't just tube. I think we threw some metal around the outside, too. Like, we cut another piece of tube, and so we could do metal also to keep it all. It, but, I mean, it's not super risky. It's yeah. just... It was all good. Yeah. I don't know. I can't think of anything. I super... think... I feel like there's some hidden ones out there that... I've definitely, like, messed with some really expensive parts at my previous job mm. where, like, a factory... Oh, like, I had a bunch of parts off a of, off of Ferrari F4. Oh, I would restore freaking ship knobs off F50s and F40s. Yeah. And if you fuck it up, it's And like, if I fuck it up, it's it's irreplaceable. That's gnarly, they, yeah. You can't buy them. They don't make them anymore. <laughs> wow. That's why they would... I, I would restore them for, like, 700 bucks a pop. And it's something that's like it doesn't get more visible than that. Right. Yeah. Every time you get and it. And what are they doing when they get it? They hold in their hand, they look at it super close. Super close. And it's a small thing, so it's all about the details. Yeah. So I restored like probably fifteen of those knobs. Uh myself, all of it. Did everything from like the sanding down to the the you know, the clear cut to everything. Did you, did you to call the it, polish. They call that and bobbing knobs. I right? remember and you know how many times I've yeah. like no. no, that's not funny. You know how many times I've been like polishing something like that and it's like hit the polisher and flung out of my hand or something? Uh, no, we don't know how many well, times. Well, a lot of times. So, uh, don't you have a little rig to like... No, I don't have a rig. Yeah, it's a hand. It's called my hand, dude. Dude, get to a point where you have a little nah, station. It would, it would what kind of a rig could you make you for that? Like, you put the fucking... You have just a, a shift... Rig. Fucking yeah, shift rig, yeah, cool. Damn. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, that was pretty risky. And then I also had F forty, no F fifty, carbon seat bucket side panels, and I restored those, and that was really scary. 
So yeah, yeah. a bunch of stuff like that. You like, must tell the customer though, like, hey, this is not guaranteed. <laughs> if your shit is fucked up, we'll do our best. But <laughs> oh, I did a Tesla Model S. No, what's the roads? Tesla Roadster trunk liner. It had been a car accident, and that trunk liner it had had been like kind of destroyed, like all cracked. It's all carbon. Jeez. So they took the whole trunk liner. Tesla did, gave it to me to fix, and that was kind of gnarly. Yeah, you had to tell Elon Musk. You're like, I don't and, know, man. I'm and it do was my like best. that was like a three thousand dollar job to do that. Uh. And the reason they were having me do it rather than buy one is because it was like a twelve month lead time to get a new one. Do you know that the new Teslas have a perfume? For yeah. farts, yeah. <laughs> they have that fart or fart ma- noise maker. Right? Yeah. No, no, it's an actual like smell. It's called Elon's Musk. Oh god, is that real or is that a lie? Because I wouldn't. I, okay, that's not like book. that's joke a book. joke, but it's yeah, not it's like unbelievable. Book. You're fired. Right? They don't <laughs> they make actually, the fart noises now. You're right. Actually, I have no idea. <laughs> Anyways, Elon's Musk. Look it up. Hmm. It's pretty good. I don't know, dude. My answer uh, is... Wagon what, what? Oh, oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, it's fine. 20 minutes in. I was, no, no, I was race. actually not. Um, all I was going to say is I think it involves a really shitty scissor jack and me underneath the car off the road, like off the mm. side of the road somewhere doing an emergency repair. That's probably it. I can't yeah. remember a specific one, but it's probably something like that. That sounds about right. I had a. I once put a scissor jack up and went to go get a tool and it came back and the car had collapsed because yeah. the asphalt was so soft. I, d- I did that. Oh. I dropped my mom's Audi and it was the it kind of turned and the asphalt was so slick it like slipped oh, out. Oh, this like this like tore a tore chunk out. of the conquer or asphalt out. Yeah. Wagonista says, what's the most car you've ever owned for the least amount of money? I gotta save my current daily driver. W211 Mercedes-Benz E320 wagon, eighteen hundred bucks. Put mm. another. Forgot was that cheap? Thousand dollars into it. Battery fuel pump. Crazy cheap. And it wow. is a lot of car. Yep, it's a lot of car. Yeah, yeah. But I was obviously in the right place, at the right time. Uh, that's not something you could go buy, even with needs. They're more expensive. But yeah, that's a lot of car. Most car from the money. I was thinking at it. You can look at it two ways. Like, you could also look at it like. Buying a, a eight thousand pound Cadillac for like three hundred dollars <laughs> physically, <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, right. The most like amount the of most material, right? The most material. That's kind of how I'm looking at it. It has the most stuff going on, complex. <laughs> yeah, it's not an investment. I mean, it, you could look mm-hmm. at it like, what car did I buy for, you know, five hundred bucks and sold for five thousand? Yeah, that's a better way to look at it. Mm-hmm. Brian, that's when you buy low and you sell high. Uh, I don't understand. Brian doesn't even understand this question, dude. <laughs> I know. It's like, what do you mean, how much car? What are you talking about? Of course I understand this. Like, ZR9, it's like, well, I could get eight cylinders for 1900 bucks, and it runs? Oh, my God. This is exactly that type of question. All right, well, then. But unfortunately, right? that's my best answer, and it's not a very good answer. <laughs> oh, I can get a better answer. You have to have a better answer than that. That's his best answer. I mean, I don't really have an answer. I feel like, so I bought my Mark II GTI that was like totally done up with like all of the previous owner put a ton of money into it. Like Quafe limited slip, like the 9A motor swap, 16 valve and all the Nology hot wires you could fit under the engine bay. Yeah. Um, 
and you know new speed all the things and it was like 4500 bucks but it was all done like the wheels were there That's everything killer. was good That's and it was like buy. yeah it was uh you know it had a like a racing seat it was the cheapest racing seat you could get yeah. it had some rust that you know ended up being a bigger deal uh but at the time it was uh kind of tiny but i mean you know 4500 bucks for a package where it's all done it's kind of a lot Mm-hmm. Yeah, I bought a truck once for fifteen hundred. That's a lot of car. It's a lot of car. But I bought, I bought my second rabbit for fifty dollars. Whoa, is that a lot of <laughs> car? <it> <laughs> uh, no, I needed a motor. <laughs> <laughs> that that car is uh, lacking. Well, it was a lot of car in that it had forty thousand original miles. It was like the most cherry car you've ever seen. For how old like it was yeah. like really like insane how perfect it was like the seats were perfect dude everything was perfect in it and it was $50 but needed a motor and I bought a motor for 250 bucks or yeah. a GTI motor so yeah, that was a lot of that's car great. for the money yeah. just like by I don't know how good it was and how nice it was yeah art uh, I'd say my 2001 Prelude uh, Type SH uh, it was in perfect condition. Uh, I bought it for $3,000 because the owner took it to the Honda dealership as he always did. And they said that it needed a valve re- or a, a head rebuild. And they basically sold him a brand new car instead. He got into like a TSX or something. I can't remember. Wow. And I knew that those cars had carbon buildup issues in the EGR ports. Uh, and so I just cleared them out and cleared the code and, Owned it for, you know, my standard period, whatever it is, eight months or something. And Two I, months? I sold it for like, I think almost eight grand. I think like 7,800 bucks. Whoa. Um, it, that's crazy. It was perfect. Like it was one owner, all records, Honda dealership only um, maintained. Uh, Honda. The blue one. Yeah. Yep. In retrospect, my 1970 240Z was like the craziest deal Actually, most car for the buck. What about your it little? It was two hundred and seventy-five dollars. Oh my god! With a brand new Alpine stereo, that was the biggest deal. How much? Right. It was like fuck, dude. It has a stereo. And it, that's two hundred and seventy-five dollars. What? Uh, and it was nineteen seventy, original paint, brand new, re- like chrome bumpers, like been fully re-chromed and perfect. Yeah. And uh, the interior was nice, but it was missing a carpet, and it was perfectly straight body, no rust. And it was two hundred seventy five dollars. That's crazy. Um, and that car if, now would be like the it, like the best patina. Like oh my god, bring a trailer, fifteen thousand dollar car. You know, right? What what about that nine forty uh, nine fourteen uh, little package you bought? Oh, that was really good. That's a pretty good one. That was a, that was a yeah. That was a lot of bang for the. What was it like fifteen hundred bucks or something? Yeah, like you guys pay for something it? like that. Three cars. Yeah, four cars. Four cars. Four nine fourteen. And uh, we've. We sold the three for like seven grand or something like that. And then there's still the most valuable one is still around. Two and, liter, right? And we're going to get, we're, Travis is trying to get it running right now. If it runs, it'll be a $13,000 car. If it doesn't run, it'll be a $10,000 car. Dude, there you so. go. That's a good one. Yeah. And, that's and that wasn't, recent. and that wasn't that long ago. Yeah. I was going to say. Uh, Adpoon says, does Art still have his mint green 2002? And we laughed and we <laughs> laughed. See, uh, actually, this is a good opportunity for me to talk about that comment that I made last time. It was car generations, man. Remember? And and uh, yes. no one knew what the hell I was talking about. 
what I was trying to get at was that I was I had already gone through a couple car generations, um, you know, of ownership and sale and all that. And so this car is a couple car generations away. All right. Something like all that, right. you know. Whoa. Good thing you <laughs> clarified that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On to the next question. Brian B. Smith says, when will there be a Life of Brian spinoff DWA podcast? That's where I just talk. By the way, two likes on that comment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can you look who liked it? I want to see Me it. and my yeah. mom. <laughs> you and your mom? Um, so, Brian, what are your plans? It's like Tom Zellick and uh, Joe DeBattista. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's no spinoff. Okay. Isn't it's that... yin and yang, man. Like It only works because we're all here together. That's <laughs> right. Isn't Life of Brian, it's uh, Monty Python, right? Yeah. yeah. I've yeah. actually... If I've seen it, it's been forever, and I probably was too young to really grasp it. Not but British enough. De I'm definitely not British enough. Yeah. yeah. Although I do like it. I like the, the humor. Uh, WB Gogan says, would a W108 make a good daily driver for a 16-year-old automotive enthusiast with decent mechanical skill? I would have a backup car if it went down. Ugh. Hell yeah, dude. Yes? No way. No way. Class. Class. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, dude, he has a backup car. It's not as... The, the two-car solution thing that's, is the that's key everything. here. Yeah. If he didn't, if it was his only one, I yeah. would say no. Our, Absolutely. Dude, but isn't that car like almost impossible to keep running with that fuel injection and it's that, also like, very without money are, are the parts very expensive and he's 16 years old like regardless they can be expensive that's the one that kyle j hyatt was talking about was eating him out of house and home basically they can be expensive but you'd also get one that you don't need perfect and it just keeps running and running and kids that have an old american car they're not that much cheaper to keep going they need shit all the time i think it's just the the stuff that brian ran into with the, his mercedes the fuel injections well Oh, well, so there it was that, be there was that one thing, but it was like, so the first one with the W114, uh, you know, that needed, it, it had a head gasket leaking and the thought was that it was going to be uh, a warped head. And the, when I was trying to get thoughts on how to fix that head gasket so I could get back on the road, they were like, find a new head and then I'll talk to you. And, and then it it's like you look hard. about you look for that and it's like where the fuck am I going to find one of these you have to buy a whole car and 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 the mechanics that work on those cars are few and far between now yeah. and they charge a lot because they're doing regular Mercedes service on newer cars and so they don't you know or full on restoration or full restorations which are crazy level right and so uh you know I, it's not it's not quite as plug and play as you would hope on like you know an old american car where you just put a 350 crate motor in anything um or these old porsches where it was the same model uh, or motor for uh, many generations you know uh, and so you may run into stuff like that. I don't know if it's different for the 108. Maybe they kept the same uh, motor configuration longer or something, and that might help. But I know they went through a few different versions of uh, injection systems from carbureted to yeah. the different Bosch, K-Jet, D-Jet, whatever jet. But you can carb anything, right? So he's like mechanically. Yeah, but you, you got to find the carb you got to find the, uh, the manifold, right manifold and, all. and yeah. all that shit. And it's like, that's not totally straightforward. So hopefully, not only do you have an extra car, you have a little bit of money, but this guy... He's so he's young, but his his Instagram handles, it's his name. And then it's scientist, like you know what he does. And then it says, "I like to talk about cars." And then it's humandriving.org uh, slash manifesto. 
Oh, so that's, but that's, what's his name? That's Alex Roy. I know, but that's where he's at. He's into like driving analog yeah. cars and yeah. I'm not going to discourage so that. I, I think we could go deeper on this one. I mean, so he's, did he say he's in high school or am 16. I making that up? 16 years old. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, we could start thinking about like what actually matters, you know, when you're 16 and what type of experiences like really solidify the, you know, the cars and yeah. he's probably already there, but I, I, you know, maybe there are better options than a W108 for getting the fun out of cars at Let's that age, Let's just talk age, like right? 60s, 70s cars for a young kid. Like, that's a pretty that's solid pretty choice. pretty awesome, dude. Dude, that's rad. Yeah, it's that's a cool great. choice. And if you're going to buy, like, a Gran Torino or, yeah. a, like, a Dodge Dart, like, I'd much rather see that roll up. Yeah. If, no, he, has the, cool. if he has the means to do it. He can it. do it, dude. He's in, he's I think it's cool. a bad they're, idea. They're amazing cars. They're really cool. It's a bad idea. You think it's a bad idea? Yeah, it's it's going to be, like, way more, way more expensive than he can handle, and it's, like, going to be frustrating, and sourcing parts is probably going to be But if he's willing to do the work and stuff... I'm with Art on this one. It's just the 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 knowledge out there is going to be harder to come by. I feel like, like uh, if you alternatives, right? There's it's just as Brian's saying. Yeah. I think you can get into a vintage. I think experience. there is easier things. Yeah. Yeah, because I think the most. Yeah, even even a car like. He's gonna spend eight grand on this thing. Oh, just just to buy it, just entry. Yeah, well, you could get a cheap one, but then it'll be putting even more money into it. So you might as well get one for eight instead of mm. four and put thousands into it, but. Yeah. He can and also so get one that's like that, the I motor's mean, been gone through and it runs great, yeah, but it doesn't have like it doesn't have any padding. I'm kind of questioning what I first said because as long as like all that stuff's in check, it's like I think the stories I've heard from like Kyle, who is just bringing it to a German a guy and having work on exactly. It. Like, if this kid's like willing to get his hands dirty and like, yeah. and he's a pretty smart kid and stuff, I think you can keep that thing running. And yeah, but do you? I mean, it's going to take extra research for. That's so what all I, you do I at 16 if, is if you just research. Back in the day, we didn't even have it. Internet and stuff. We managed to get our cars. Exactly. Like I, would, I wouldn't bring my car. I never brought my car to a shop when I was I in high no school. Money to like, do that. Yeah. I mean, I could make the argument using my example where the Chevy I just got out of my, you know, it's like I, I tore that car apart and I never had the knowledge and power to get it back together. And I just got in too deep. And there's different ways of getting yeah. in too deep. Well, don't rip this, it all apart. He he could, you know, it, it may not be a matter of ripping it all apart, but it could just be, you know, the details of the exact injection and finding that part and that sort of thing. And you yeah. can either spend your time having fun with the car or you can spend your time tinkering. And uh, well, that can be these fun. Weird That's fun details. to a lot of people. The other yeah, thing just too depends. Is, in retrospect, like I remember, you know, I had a 914 throughout the last year of high school or two years or whatever and i remember you know working on it in my garage and being like frustrated but it was like a good learning experience and totally kind of fun and i remember getting under there and it's like like my brother just had a, his shift linkage came loose on his 914 it was like one of the bushings went out and he's like well where, how do you i'm like oh it's probably loose at the transmission and he's like well how do you do that and i'm like dude you just go under there and look like I, how did i do it like back when I was six, seven, 16, 17 years old, I would just put it up on ramps. I'd get under it. I'm like, oh, okay, let's take this cover off. Oh, let's look here. Let's jiggle it around. There wasn't, like, resources. I had a Haynes manual, And it's maybe. a car that you can still do that with. Yeah, and, and same with that Mercedes that, for yeah. the most part. Besides that, you know, from, like, Brian's horror story of, like, all those fuel injection parts a little scary just because the parts aren't available yeah but, that, but he's buying a u.s car yeah. the, <laughs> my situation was different and the, yeah. definitely a, a different level well, your your it. blue one was a u.s car and oh and the head and you, yeah right and, right and also you were looking at like some fuel or 
Yeah, I yeah, I guess. The other so, the other details were were yeah. because of your oh, own. Okay. The key is do your homework on what model to get, you know, carbureted, injected, whatever, well, and then be willing to spend money and work on it yourself. Both of those things are Money is hard to come by. It is, but you so in that case you're going to have to work on it yourself. Here's another example from so I was looking at this uh so I had the W116 parts car with a manual transmission and I'm calling to get details of just understanding what which one mine is and looking at parts for it and it's like they just don't sell synchros for this manual transmission all they were all automatics right and so i mean that's i'm sure that he's not going into manual transmission territory with this thing but it was like you know even the clutch well, was them. an issue and all this stuff and it's like yeah it's they made weird the thing. manuals so um i i i would maybe i'm just being a little uh shy here but i feel like jumping into like a w123 would get you most of the way there experience wise. That's a good You're in a well built, slow ass, sense of occasion y Mercedes, but there are a million out there. You can find them in junkyards and there are plenty of cheap ass mechanics that know how to work on exactly those motors. Yeah. That's a good that's a good point. Although my guess is that he has a line on one. He does, yeah. I'm sure. And that's why And, yeah. and they're beautiful. It's, beautiful. it's a different they're it's awesome. a different category. You'll be killing it. <laughs> Are you there? Yep, I'm going, moving on. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> Bobby Reed says, on older cars, where is the tipping point between quality of tire and sidewall height? Good 15-inch tires for my 944 have become impossible to find. I put on 16-inch wheels but was and was able to find a great summer tire, but I'm surprised at how harsh the ride is now. I wonder if 15-inch BF Goodrich radial TAs would have uh, been a better option. I mean, right. it's slim picking, so you get what you can. Yeah, those Pirellis are good. Slim, and then we put yep. on the Rad 944. Pirellis, yeah, the P6000s. Those vintage Pirellis. Yeah, what year, what uh, size? What are they, P6000s? Yeah. Or P- those are dope, yeah. Uh, what size? 215, uh, 215.60. 15, yeah. 15? Yeah. yeah. They're 15s. Yeah, 215, uh, 60, 15. Yeah. It's a good tire and it looks yeah. good. P, P6000, I totally remember that. Old school, remember, but yeah. new uh, materials. Com- new compound. So, and the, those are dope because they look, they're a vintage tire, but they have a modern compound. Ride really nice, like really nice ride. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think that's a pretty good choice. And then like, I don't think radial TAs look very good on 944s. Yeah, but they yeah, no, they do work, right. but they don't look right. It doesn't look need, right. You, it looks, with a radial TA, you need a dish in your wheel, and the yeah. 944s don't have. It. Well, I guess well, I mean with the Fuchs, yeah. Dish, but I was thinking of uh, it's like a dog dish. I was thinking even cookies have a dish, but um, cook cooks. I think it just needs to be more of like an upright car to have radial TAs. Like a, like an E30, it surprisingly works well, but it's more of an upright yeah. kind of sedan-based coupe. Yep. I think you paint those wheels black and it'll work on almost anything. Uh, Yeti Overland says Hella or CB. Hashtag light as ice. I mean, CB is the one, right? CBA. But Hellas are cheap. Mm. Stop. Oh, is it CBA? Yeah, it's got an accent over the Is e. there an accent? Yeah, if you look really okay. closely at the logo, you'll see there's an accent over the E. No, Thank you, Art. Thanks. I've missed you. I don't know what we've been doing without you. <laughs> CBs are cool, but Hellas are super cheap. Yep. Hella cheap, yep. oh, some would say. Yeah, hella cheap. Some people from over yeah, there. I think Hellas are fun. What they about work. KC highlights? Those are cool. Only, re- only, only application. Truck. Yeah. Truck truck application. Uh, like Mike, Mike says, hello. 
I have a Lapis Blue 997C4S. It has the OE amber front indicators. Do I swap to clear lenses? The car is bone stock. Hashtag mods. No. Ooh, Save the ambers. Big mod. Save the ambers. You know that I did that on mine. On my 996. Sick. I did like the... the and do you regret the, it? It's like the factory... They're not like black, but they're like a little smoked clear. Thought it looked pretty good, actually. Dude, I think... But it wasn't totally clear. Amber with blue is such a but, good combo, though. Amber looks great. Don't yeah. do it. If it's bone stock, keep Don't it that way. It. It's yeah. only stock once. Slippery slope. Just put a um, a special license plate ring on. Save the embers, I guess. But the thing is, I don't like 996s and 997s. I don't like where that indicator is. I don't like the design of it either. I don't like that the fender is basically cut out to have it. Rather than being in the middle of the fender, it's part, it's on the edge. Yeah. So I want to hide. I kind of want it to blend in. Like I think a silver car with like the the smoked white looks really good because it almost like hides it. Mm -hmm. Kind of like when people do the painted reflectors on the E90s and stuff. Why do those cars have those? Why does BMW still put those stupid reflectors on the rear bumpers? They don't have to put them there, dude. Every other car doesn't have them. And they make it like a styling exercise. It's like all these lights, dude. Um, Like the new 3 Series has it too. It looks awful. Mm. But... uh, no. Yeah, in some cases, I think I think maybe with that blue car too. I just don't like that design of how it. Do you get, do you know what I'm saying though? It like it goes all the way to the edge of the, the fender. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's like it's I so want that to be body, it. and then I want it to be in. It's so you can see it from like the side or whatever. <laughs> no, but you could if it if it, if it was an inch in, you mm-hmm. could. Yeah, I guess you could see the corner, right? Yeah. yeah. I just don't like that design. I know. Uh, keep it stock. Please. I also don't like 997 turbos the way that, or 996 turbos the way the turbo vent is an insert. Yeah. I think it would be rad if it was sculpted in the body like a 993 sure. uh, turbo S yes. or like a 959. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and Paul says, what's the best sandwich? I think he's talking about like what, Dude. what makes a good sandwich, not Ooh. where do you buy BLTA it. BLTA yeah. is the best sandwich. Done. Oh, that's a pretty good really? one. Yes. Best sandwich. Best sandwich. It's, so it's great. It's oh, great. so bacon, lettuce, tomato, avocado. Done. It's great. I agree it's without holding the tomato a for substance. me. And put jalapenos. Jesus. Well, I like the jalapeno I've never done edition. That. I always do that. And on Dutch Crunch. I just feel oh, like I'm never satisfied no, with the BLT. You just have blood coming out of your mouth. Uh, Dutch Crunch doesn't, doesn't do that. <laughs> what? Sourdough does it. No. Dutch Toasted Crunch sourdough. absolutely does it. It's uh, like I'm a fucking... Sourdough. It's like asphalt. My my roof my mouth's cut right now. No, I do love Dutch Crunch. But yeah, it's it, delicious. And also, that sweetness. No, but if you do that, you squeeze down on Dutch Crunch <coughs> and everything squeezes out. No, Dutch Crunch because... is so good, dude. <laughs> I'm going to hit you with a Reuben on Marble Dry. <laughs> oh, you get <laughs> How old are you? Like 98? I love it, Brian. Good choice. Good it's choice. a pretty special sandwich. It is. Aww. It is. And Brian, you are pretty fly. Think it's a great taste. You're pretty fly for a rye guy. I'm pretty what? You're pretty fly for a rye guy. <laughs> <laughs> that was a terrible joke that is really funny, actually. Um, I mean, at the classics, though, you know, like a roast beef cheddar avocado. That's roast classic. beef cheddar. Talk about an old man. I've never had roast beef. I didn't think <laughs> roast, roast beef. beef and avocado worked together. <laughs> oh, that's cheddar good. and roast beef. Never had that. Yeah. How about a pastrami? Just straight up. Pastrami. A good pastrami is a so good, so good go thing. Pastrami, pastrami with could be smoked best. cheddar okay. on an onion good. roll. Yeah, that'd be good. 
That's my, awesome. one of my go-tos. What's that place in uh, San Carlos, Art, that's like, they're like oh, $19 sandwiches? <laughs> yeah, Refuge. Gotta nope, throw some nope, pepperoncinis nope. on that shit. There's a place, in, uh, someone asked later, like, what place? There's a place in San Carlos that I get my, I would get my turkey, avocado, yeah. bacon, all that shit. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. fucking good, dude. On Dutch Crunch, best Dutch Crunch, thick bacon. They cook it right there be- when they make the sandwich. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They cook the bacon. Like, yeah. it's it not crisp? some bullshit in a freezer, you know? Microwave. No, they like yeah. cook it on a fucking grill right in front of you as they make the sandwich. So, uh, Garden Deli in Santa Cruz is a really good, solid sandwich spot. Pastrami there for that's, sure. That's the one I'm talking about. Yeah, they have good so pastrami? Good. Excellent. So good. Never had. Strami was smoked cheddar. Dude, on you an lived right roll. down the street. What would you get there? I think I would just get like normal stuff, like oh, turkey sandwich. Strami is like roast beef avocado. Nope, never had that. Art, I already said, dude. BLTA, bro. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Okay, dude. I'm, I'm just never satisfied with the BLTA. Oh, I'm like, oh, it's I just ate a bunch of lettuce. BLTA for the most part. with some BLTA with with pickles and or jalapenos. Oh, you know what? So good. Mine's different because mine's turkey. Bacon, lettuce. Oh, that, would, that would help. BLT. That would help. Bacon, club guy. lettuce, turkey, avocado. Yeah. But no, it's not a club. Isn't that a club when you do turkey it has and avocado. Bacon? Yeah. Mine has avocado right. too. I thought that was a club with avocado, turkey, and bacon. Club doesn't have avocado. What? I thought it always did. Yeah. Club's a triple decker. Club has three pieces of bread. I've never been a big club fan. Club's on oh, normal right. bread. It's three layers. Yeah, that's true. And then it has toothpicks in it to make it fancy. But it is no, bacon, so it holds and, bacon and turkey. Three pieces right? of bread. Oh, French dip. French hey, dip. remember uh, what Dan, what's his name? He goes, he goes, he goes, I, I ordered a club sandwich. I'm not even in the fucking club. Oh, Edberg? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um, By the way, Brian just threw a French dip. Which is the worst, which is actually. Just yeah. beef and au jus. Yeah, hey, we have that on up. the last Coastal Range Rally. It was delicious. No, I know. But no, it could be great. It could it. be great, but it's so simple. Yeah. yeah. You always regret it after you get it. Uh, yeah, because you have like one bite, you're like, oh, that's good. Now I have to eat the rest of this whole thing. <laughs> I'm so bored. The fact that you need to dip it, or else it's inedible. Oh, <laughs> inedible. That's sad. this is true. Yeah. That's this is very true. Yeah. 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 Uh, what about a Philly cheesesteak? Are we calling that just a sandwich, or is that its own beef? That's a sandwich, Dude, but not that into I gotta it. say, I man, think that's a t- that's like a once in a while kind of. After sandwich. trying, <laughs> what are you gonna say, Art? It wasn't that good. After trying the real deal, the cheese whiz one in Philly. Um, it was pretty yeah. it was awful, dude. It was so gross. I couldn't even eat. Yeah. I hate cheese whiz and I hate American cheese. If you throw so that stuff bad, on it, I mean, it completely ruins a sandwich yeah. like that. Oh, I was told if you to do like the legit ingredients. Did you eat it? That was yeah. the legit ingredients. Like, like yeah. the legit. I thought it was a little boring. Board. That's the thing. The, yeah. No, that's what they said. Yeah, I wanted some like peppers and stuff. I mean, in, I mean, legit in a different way. I mean, like actual good ingredients. Right, but apparently the, the real yeah. Philly cheesesteak is with the cheese with yeah. it. Yeah, and no, it's I know. Horrible. I it's like, and no peppers, no t- yeah. no anything. Dude, you got to have the peppers it's in there. so no, gross, dude. You're I would want peppers. I'd want like pepperoncinis or jalapeno. I'm surprised your answer to this isn't uh, hot dog. <laughs> I don't do hot dogs, dude. You don't do hot dogs? I mean, I'll do it, but it's not like my thing, dude. Never. Uh, why? Never choose a hot dog. Unless I'm at a ball game or something. Mm. Well, what's the difference? Hot dogs are fucking legit. Yeah. I love. Why would hot that be dogs? my a sandwich, dude? It's, that's it's the fucking thing. thing I'm the real for. thing. Here. We had that question last week. <laughs> Is a hot dog a sandwich? And Lane goes, "That's I can't do hot dog. <laughs> I never do hot dog unless I'm at a ball ball game." Dude, okay. Chicago style uh, hot dog. Where is that? Do it. Fuck that. All right, let's move on, please. You like the LA ones, probably without request, the casing, you piece of shit. Uh, you know those ones, the Dodger dogs? Oh, yeah. They yeah. don't have a casing, dude. That's cheaper. 
so gross. It's like you bite into it. It doesn't have a pop. It's just like a split. Well, you're also eating it off the side of the street. I mean, that's where you buy those. Or you eat them in the game. Yeah. Or, yeah, on the side of the road. I'm personally ready to move on. <sighs> because Joe says, put yourself in my shoes. You just sold your ZHP daily in search of something slightly more comfortable without giving up too much performance. More comfortable than a ZHP? Yeah, I know, right? What do you buy? You have a backroads car, you have a show car, and a piece of shit Range Rover, so it doesn't necessarily need to be extremely clean, handle extremely well, but also needs to not be a beater. Assume a $20,000 budget. Whoa, that's a big budget. E90 M3. That's too not comfortable. Why is that not comfortable? Well, dude, if a ZHP is not comfortable? No. Well, that, he didn't say it was E90 E90 is a step up. Yeah, that's a more solid, comfortable, bigger car. Yeah. Is it more comfortable? Yeah. I don't think an M3 would be more tuned and well, like harder. You get a regular one if it's too much for you, but yeah, that, but it's still like that, a bigger, budget heavier car. I got like room. a W220 or something. You get big body bends. Mm. Switch over. Mm-hmm. Make your dad are, start are looking you, for you, AMGs rather than LPs. You You're preaching W220s now, like? I'm just thinking it's like, because he's a BMW guy. Go with that big body Benz if you want something comfortable. R R one twenty nine, SL six hundred. Oh, pretty dope. Baddest, nicest one you can find. Ooh, that'd be good. Here he has a backroads car. It's a baller car, four hundred yeah. horsepower. Then we'll go. So you're talking to a V twelve? Great train. Yeah. I'm down. V twelve. Right, I'm down with that answer. Because I mean, it's such a weird one. Like, he's, he's trying to fill this like niche where it's like, all right, I've got a backroads car. I guess, I guess none of these cars he. he are daily drivable or maybe he doesn't intend on doing them using them for that purpose so but yeah. i don't know like i mean i think his e39 m5 that he sold was the perfect solution to this problem but like i don't know i'm guessing he does he's trying to do something wait, different wait what about what? the m5 he had an e39 before that that's his does car he had an e39 m5 that he sold and that that is the car oh before that. yeah that is like the car that he's missing here in this formula it's like the car yeah um and i don't know that's true actually that's a good answer it's like Otherwise, you're in Lexus. Although kind of old, you're looking. Maybe, what about a GS, like a, a GS, a Lexus GS? GS would be nice. Because he wants comfort, he wants handling, he wants like you know daily drivability. That's gonna be. I think that's the right car for this kind of deal. Or what about an LS? Uh, well, LS four thirty. That's too too big. To not. He wants handling still, right? <clears throat> Does he? That's what he said. That still oh, handles, yes. right? I don't know. Uh, yeah, he says uh, slightly more comfortable without giving up too much performance, handling, and power. I just don't know what's more comfortable what about with a. I just don't know. That's not. I don't know what's more comfortable than a three thirty i. E fifty five that AMG. isn't like huge. Well, you yeah, yeah, want a longer a wheel I would just go like a GS three fifty sedan, right? With some miles on it, get a deal. Uh, that's pretty. Twenty grand. Twenty grand. Yeah, with the like, nicest one ever. Sheet. No, 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 no. Like a 2015, like that generation? Oh, uh, a new, new like a newer one? Or 2014, 2013? Is there, an, is there an Audi that's a good answer here? <sighs> Never. Ooh, what about, Never dude, what about a... <laughs> I kind of feel the same what way. What about an SC400? Like, it's basically a Supra, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's pretty old, though. 20 grand, yeah, you get like the fucking four of them. Yeah, I mean, but it's a, it's, um, they're pretty rad cars, and they're very comfortable, and they look pretty decent, and they, they handle... Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I've never driven one. 
They're pretty heavy feeling. Very heavy feeling. Uh, we're getting into a weird zone where it's like the... That's too much money like, to spend, dude. Don't spend that much money. Well... Are you in college? Get an R129 and SL600. Dude, just get an SL500. Like like Derek Tam Scott just bought. I think so sick looking. That white one. So crispy. It's not a V12. Early man. one. It's not a V12. 500. So still sick, not a V12. Dude. I don't care. It's a V8. I know. So it's 20 grand to play with. Let's not mess around. I go an early one. Get the nicest one ever for like twelve grand. What you want is a four hundred horsepower V twelve Mercedes Benz. That's Roadster. the thing though, four hundred horsepower isn't shit. Like like in today's realm, just like <laughs> it feels good. That car's that car's quick. I'm sure. Just but. get the just get like a, as new of an E ninety as you can get, I think. Uh, and if you want to so jump to M three But I mean there's there really aren't that many options. I mean it's like this, I, I, you know, the stuff that we're saying about the Mercedes and everything, there's aren't the, he's talking about a sporty feel. But like E96 is such a dive in like interior, like in yeah, no, quality, they feel cheaper than the E46, like cheap, but yeah. it's newer. It's a lot newer, yeah. right? Than is E46. Unfortunately, the E46 just aren't feeling brand new anymore. No, they're feeling old. But they were better build quality. I, 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 I will second that. It's like you know the E90s just feel kind of cheap. Yeah, but it, yeah, but you can get a 2012 or whatever, and and the problem is that BMW totally lost the plot right after that. It's so hard. And, it's so much they, money to like, play with, dude. It's like too much money, but not enough money. You always say that. That's plenty of money. You can buy so much good shit. No, I'm saying money. that's what I'm saying. It's yeah. like too much money to spend, but not enough money for like. But you don't have to spend it all either. Like, I, yeah, that's yeah. why I would be inclined to. Sp- Spend yeah. less. What about yeah. an ISF with some mileage? Do you think you can do like a high mileage ISF? More comfortable? More comfortable? Long wheelbase? Yeah. Long wheelbase. I'm stuck on this more comfortable thing, dude. Yeah. I mean, it's I, just, what, I, I think the money's wheel fine. Like, it's just like, like uh, the weird thing to me is that he had the right car and now like he's trying to replace it with something similar from a different mark just, or something else and it doesn't exist really. Like I think an E39 M5 well, I mean, he just, is like the solution. He, did, he, ha- he didn't have the right car because it was too old. He just wants something a little newer. It sounds like I don't a classic. So, so he wants something, something newer. Put, he, put he didn't him, put say him. he wants something newer. Well, but he did say comfortable. So that I'm pulling out that it's like, you know. But E39s are so comfortable. Like my brother's car, I think it's more less than like, like I'm, I doubt an M5 is that comfortable. But driving my brother's E39 around, that thing is so nicely screwed together, like well screwed together. And so comfortable dude like everything's nicely dampened the suspension it shifts really nice like it's so quiet like it feels so much better than like all the new cars i've driven basically uh you get in that thing it's like it's so you turn on the engine you don't even know it's running yeah so good dude dude Dude, what about i mean like the newer gti's and shit what about an s4 how about like a like a 2010 s4 uh, V8. I'm out. Yeah, that's those are really V8, comfortable. They six speed They manual. handle pretty well. They sound good. I mean, it's like it's a nice place to be, and it's not like you know, it's a yeah. pretty understated car. It's not like you know, it doesn't really. It's not a flash. I guess I just keep going back to this comfortable thing. It's weird to me. S4s like, are really comfortable. Like, like that, I've, I've ridden. That I generation. know, but I also think a 330i is pretty comfortable. Well, I don't think he's saying that it's, have... he's looking for something. I don't think the 330i is any less comfortable than that or whatever. It's it's not a comparison. I think he's just looking for something else, right? He just replaced it. He's replacing I'd, it. Yeah, buy a two, W210 E55, a perfect one for 16 grand. W210? 
Perfect. I, I think I'd do that. W210 E55. Like, power. It handles okay. I mean, I, I recommend that car a lot, but I think that's a rad car. All right. Next Naturally question. aspirated 400, and 400 horsepower? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. 375. I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah. And good good uh, buy, too. Like, it's not going down in value as long as it's a nice example to start with. Get it under 20 grand. You get it the best one for that. What Dude, year? What year is that? Ninety-nine. I mean, you can get oh, it for eight, seven grand, but yeah, yeah. But I saw really a really nice one for twelve. Yeah, perfect. Like a really for, nice one for, for fifteen. It was like sixty thousand miles. Perfect, I mean, that's probably perfect, the nicest perfect. one. It was. World, it was the nicest dude. one on Craigslist I could yeah. find. All right, Joe Polo sixty-eight. <laughs> this is a a gnarly question. What are your thoughts? <laughs> are are you are you with us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what are your what are your thoughts on the new exhaust law that went into effect in California on January first? Thousand dollars non correctable fine, anything above ninety five decibels, Damn. regardless of make, model, or year. I like it that it gets rid of the fart cans, challengers with straight pipes, but bad, and that I can be given a ticket on a few of my cars. Yeah, I think Dang. it's bullshit, dude. And I can dude. think of half the cars on our rally. That yeah. could get that ticket. I don't, Holy shit! I, don't, I just I, regardless I mean, of year. I saw a video. I think Dave uh, Rendon sent us on Instagram of someone getting the ticket and filming the cops' explanation. What kind of car was that? Didn't show it. It was from inside the cab, and I, I didn't really take note. But it looked like maybe you know younger people and yeah. like, and it's straight up. Here's your thousand dollar fine. Now take your car to a referee so you don't get this done again. You don't get another thousand dollar fine next time we see you driving. And how do they? It's how, ninety five decibels. It? How do they? I'm sure they have a. a sound I know, meter. but the, like, how far away do they have to be, or how does that work? Right next to it. Yeah, when. Right. Oh, next to like it. if they suspect you, then they pull you over and, and they sitting, measure it right yeah, there. Like, not revving, or how does that work? That's what I'm asking. Like, I think at any point, interesting to know. Don't you think most cars revving up if you put it right next to the exhaust will be over ninety five? I'm not sure. So, I feel like, like I, I know, like how about a Fiat Abarth? Well, that's what the, some people are concerned. How about a is that Jaguar S- F Type? Some stock systems will be dude targeted. They don't; oh, those cars won't pass Laguna. Yeah. So then you take that thousand dollars, go to the referee. They'd say yeah, it's stock. Then you might get a refund. I don't know. Dude, I've I've dude, gotten just like just to answer Lane's question. I when I was in college, I got a ticket for loud exhaust, and I went to the referee. And the test is, they put it like at an angle diagonally about. Like I think it was like six to six to eight feet away. I can't remember from the exhaust, and they rev it to thirty five hundred RPMs, and they hold it there. And then that sounds about right. That's what they did. I don't know if that's the same case here, but that that was the test that they did. And I was stoked because at partial throttle at thirty five hundred RPM, my my car wasn't even that loud, right? It's that wide open throttle nice. higher. So it, it was. I totally got it. It was basically a fixed ticket, and I got it signed off. Um, yeah, well, that's yeah. the thing. Is like back in the day, it was a fixed right. ticket. That's now sucks, it's a thousand dollars. No, no questions asked. That's a bummer. And uh, they said in the video, the cop said, "Yeah, this is because of all the sideshow activity that's been going on in the East Bay, Oakland area, where they are these guys and you know Mustang Fox bodies and donks and stuff doing burnouts and donuts, stopping traffic on two eighty and yeah. six eighty and stuff like." 
That's, but what does that have to do with the exhaust? Like that. I think like, it's a way that they just, can. It's like a bigger an problem. Like, thing. That's just like it's an easy way to slap a thousand bucks at someone. I know, but it's hitting the wrong. Totally. Well, but what else are you gonna? I th- it was probably a question of how do we hit them. This is something that we can detect from far away. We can like you know. It's, we know the type. What of are you gonna car? do? Like a ride height or like you know. Right. The, well, the or you number, just catch them doing sideshows. And, and then he said, like, and he said, that's obviously not enough. So they're you know that's hard enough to do. I guess. And they also said in the video, the cop said, and you, the referee will go over the entire car for any other modifications. That's a sucky dude. That, that, that's yeah. I mean, California, I mean that, that would hit so pretty much everyone. Pull over like a... <laughs> like, um, but yeah, I can see how Ever. like agree with Joe though. Like it's cool that it's getting ready. Some getting rid of some of the annoying riffraff, but it's like really easy to get there. Right. Like with, with even for people who are not being assholes and 95 like, is so low. Cars. I think every, <clears throat> Yeah, I believe I think every art every F type would fail that. Yeah. 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 Stock uh, GT3. Uh, yeah. Came in GTS Dude. with a sport exhaust. Dude, stock sport exhaust on a 911. I mean, the good news is that Ruben's 964 is good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's see. Arts, arts old 993. Oh, dude, seriously. That would be gnarly. Yeah. Um, my, I did want to ask. I do have my to, buddy ZL1 at work is so gnarly. Stock? Stock. Yeah. I do have to roll here. I have to go, but um, I was going to ask if I can answer one last question with you guys before I go. Uh, if yeah. It's yeah. cool if we can do Lincoln Turns question. Okay. When, if ever, would you pay a premium for a specific color of car you've been lusting after? And how much is too much of a premium over a less desirable color? I realize some of it comes down to rarity and resale. The Byzans metallic E36 M3 that just sold on BAT, which Brian referred to as copper, for example. But take numbers produced out of the equation, at least for resale value. Does rarity of color make it better looking in your mind to pay more? Just food for thought. Happy New Year's, gents. Okay, Art, you're on. Yeah, so I mean, the the value thing he said, we're we're um we're actually deleting out of the equation, right? Because it's obvious that certain colors are going to sell better. So whatever. But I think it's totally worth it. I don't know. I don't necessarily have a number, but I think certain cars are made by the color, right? Like it accentuates the lines better. Yeah. It looks, and especially if you know, 90% of them were made in silver. Like you want something different, right? That goes for S2000s, that goes for E36 M3s. So like, I think, but it, it, like 944s, for example, I really like 944s in silvers and gunmetals, and I'm willing to pay a premium for that because it, I feel like it really accentuates the hips real nice and it's just a good color for the car. Um, but so it's kind of a partial answer. I mean, I don't know, is it 10%? Who knows, right? It depends on the car and condition and all that, but. Uh, but it's definitely something that I always consider and, 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 um, you know, it, it, it definitely can enhance a car significantly. I agree. I agree. And I definitely get more excited finding an example of car in a rare color. I mean, always, right. you know, and there's certain colors that I will only buy like, I mean, for example, E36 M3, I don't think I would buy one that's not white or a storal blue. I might do a Dakar yellow, but I don't, I wouldn't really get a silver one, you know, black, definitely not Boston green. Hell no. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, I think there is that, there's a lot going for that. Um, certain colors, just that's what you'd want. Right. Like there was a really nice Miata that a, a listener sent us, uh, for sale on Craigslist. It's, it was like a 
silvery like teal blue oh and the with the tan too it's like yeah. the last color combo i'd probably yeah, want it I wasn't mean, yeah. the car was great it was perfect yeah, it was you know be. really nice condition uh really honest car but it's like I could not see myself in that Terrible color Miata. Yeah. Of all, yeah, of all the things, like of course it's a Miata. That's hard enough, and then it's like a very feminine combination. Yeah. So not that there's anything wrong with that. Some people like that, and uh, I think that's that shows it's such a wide scale. Right, and also yeah, I mean oh, I think the market speaks. I think it's just whatever people are willing to pay makes that car worth more, right? So iconic colors. Yeah, I think cars. a Laguna Seca Blue. E- their E46 M3 is worth more than silver. A silver one. Yeah. And that's just like British, British Racing Green Jaguar or a. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the other thing yeah. I wanted to mention so, uh, uh, this it was my turn, you know, as a listener when I was listening to the, I think it was the Sunday show and you guys were talking about it. Um, I was the one gesturing at my stereo, so to speak, because, yeah, I knew it was, oh, I knew it was Bazan's, this color, but specifically these cars were never made with a manual they were all automatics um and um, oh. so that car that was sold on bat was did have a five speed the in it beat beat ass copper sedan but i agree dude holy crap that every panel I mean, every single panel was, was so beat. bad dude. remember you were looking oh and up. i said that didn't i say something about yeah. the automatic automatic yeah dude, so <laughs> bad yeah like it, it was definitely like not i mean in 14 grand for a nice like you know sub 150,000 mile car is pretty standard now but i mean that car was yeah as you said every single freaking panel panel was beat dude and, yeah and it was also a swap so car bad. right so it's like i don't even know yeah that was a weird one dude i think that was an oddball kind of just someone really wanted that specific color sounded like an exciting auction yeah i don't know man. <laughs> <laughs> but uh on that note yeah dude i do have to roll so good good chatting all right art Dude, Later, dude. We'll, see you, uh, we'll see you soon and i'll see you soon and you'll be live next time probably i hope so <laughs> maybe we'll let you on i don't know, I know, dude, yeah. I know. I've, I've, I've fallen out of uh favor or whatever <laughs> all right dude have fun in uh disneyland later dudes okay later, later. all right that's about a podcast anyway <laughs> yeah we're done dude <laughs> um i am i'm a little weirded out by this uh this law the uh, the exhaust law in California, thousand yeah. dollar fine. Yeah, to dude, start that's with, crazy. that's a huge line too. Like, what's a red light ticket? So, dude, like three hundred bucks. Red light ticket's three hundred, right? Uh, uh, something yeah. like that. Yeah, right. That is like endangering people's lives, right? Like, if you run a red light, right. you could T-bone someone. Someone could T-bone you. You could kill people. You people crossing the crosswalk. It's like it's also super inconsiderate. I guess. Well, no, know, I'm because, I'm just looking at it from like a like. That is like the most dangerous thing you can do. It's yeah. running a red light. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. You can kill. You can kill tons of people. It's so dangerous. This literally harms no. It just harms people's ears, and it's annoying. Granted, yeah, it's annoying when people drive a car with like you know, like crazy straight pipes and stuff, and yeah. they're revving them through the city. But this is not like an offense. I don't. I don't see where they justify the thousand dollars. I don't either. And I could see like two hundred right, bucks. Two hundred bucks. Yeah, two fifty. Yeah. Shit, that sucks. Like even okay. two fifty. Yeah. Like now, I, and and you also have to go to the referee. Or if there's a warning first, or something. But going to they like tried warnings and nothing. You know what I mean? Like you're over three times or even two times the red light ticket. Yeah. Just doesn't make sense to me. I I've never uh, littering is a two hundred and fifty dollar fine or something. I yeah, think, I think that's get, a good comparison. If you get into a point where cops are actively pursuing modified cars and throwing the book at them, that is a bad 
situation. Uh-huh. That's going to be a lot of trouble for people like us. I mean, yeah. And maybe not people like us, but, uh, I mean like, uh, but it's, it's, but- I'm thinking about people like that have V8 swapped Volvos and that doesn't sound like a Volvo. Let's see what's going on there. And you know, like it's slippery slope stuff. I know. And that's all it takes is a cop to be like, Whoa, that's a loud exhaust. I can get a thousand dollars for my precinct or whatever, you know, a County, uh, you could write those tickets all day long in certain places. Yeah. And I don't get why they're having trouble cracking down on these fucking sideshows. Like, I don't know either. Does, isn't it really, really obvious what's going on? Yeah. And where, where they're going to ha- be, where it happens, when it happens, they I have know. helicopters that are like literally flying over it. And then there's like tons of YouTube videos of the cars and, and I, I want to be by it. You know, I want to be in the middle of this because I appreciate people doing donuts actually. Uh, so I'm <laughs> no, supportive in some way no. on 680 during rush hour traffic. No, no not on the stopping freeway. traffic no, in the middle, the stopping traffic or like intersection, in intersection like super no, in harmless spots. Yeah, so yeah. That's not what they're you doing. Know, dude, it's Oakland not parking and, lots and stuff. No, it's no. like they're doing straight up side shows. Like, so like, for like people, I said, I'm trying to be neutral. I hear you're saying on that, but I'm just thinking about the enforcement piece of it. It's like, yeah, dude, like really what they're, doing is they just have a tool now so that they can get them in the off hours yeah. so it's like yeah. during all the rest of the time when they're not you know not in the middle of the night uh then they have this tool that they can go work and they can find these people and try to reduce it that and, way and guess what they're still gonna go to the side shows so like like that's not gonna stop them from doing whatever so they're just doing less exhaust notes at yeah, side shows exactly. so for, for listeners that aren't from california or from our bay area sideshow is when a bunch of hooligans that I don't even know if you'd call them car people, really. They're, I don't know. They they will stop traffic by yeah, like block, blocking all the lanes of traffic on the highway, slowing down, and then proceeding to, in a group, do donuts, drifting, uh, burnouts, whatever. Well, it doesn't have to be shutting down a freeway. No, no. It can be in an that, intersection. Yeah. It's, it's always impacting normal people there's not like they're going to a closed course and doing these fun things they're, i don't know i've seen a lot where it's like in the middle of fucking the nowhere that's it, just you know practice. Practice. that wouldn't be it's just like uh, yeah i think it, what bit the what is common is it's people doing donuts and you know just burnouts and there's a giant crowd around and you know they're hanging out of their cars while they're doing this yeah and it's like totally illegal stuff in public streets yep definitely uh and yeah and they've done it several times on like rush hour traffic on a six lane highway <laughs> and the, which is just insane stopping everything and doing this shit on bridges and intersections and yeah i've seen all the bridge so it's crazy yeah so but my point is that this doesn't stop any of that. No, it it it, no, no. it just makes it, people broke because it, like who who's gonna get a thousand dollar ticket and not have that impact their life? Yeah, they're hoping that they get those people. But what are they, what are they hoping they're gonna get? Them to if you get give rid them of their a, car enough a thousand dollar tickets, they can't. They have to sell their car, right? And then or they're they, going to go, like, go rob like a store or something, or like be on welfare or what? What is that like? You know what I'm saying? Maybe, like, maybe what, how does this help impact forward more police so they can crack down more or something? I don't think that's actually going to happen. But. No, it's a dumb. It's a it's it's like not the way to fight it. It's basically just chopping them down a little bit 
it's not a it's not the end it's a it's, it's like a deterrent or it's like an annoyance yeah they're basically annoying them and then they end up pulling over a kid that's like has a fart can on his honda that's going to like college and has never and tried never and, heard of a side show and he's never heard of a side show and he's just trying to like he's got a front wheel drive car get an education he's like working at starbucks part-time yeah and for twelve dollars thirteen dollars an hour and, yeah and they're giving that guy a thousand dollar ticket because he's like you know into that car scene that you know and he has a loud exhaust on this car i mean i understand like yeah go give him a fix it ticket and make him get it fixed yeah but that's the same you're the same impact is being had like you're fixing the city if you want to fix the situation then do that right do the fix it ticket but it sounds like they're blatantly not trying to fix the no they're not they're just trying to get money trying to get these guys yeah Yeah, the video it was the cop was had his head in the window saying you know, this is because of blah, 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 all these sideshow things. And we're really trying to crack down on that. So it's a thousand dollar fine. Now you have to go to the referee and he's going to go through your car and see if you have intake and exhaust. So this is full, just California law. Yeah. Crazy. It's crazy. And uh, the other California law that's, I mean, boring, but important, I guess, is no more paper plates. So oh, yeah. there will be no plates that just say Ocean Honda or whatever. It'll have your... Permanent or well, no more like thing in the no more temp in the window. It's a temporary yeah. actual plate. Yeah, it's a temporary license plate that they print out at the dealer and put it on uh, the back of your car. Interesting. And it's black and white. Which some states already have that. Do they? Yeah, yeah. I figure. Wh- I don't know which ones, but I've seen them before. Yeah, it's bad news for art. Yeah, but I mean, I think I, New York does that maybe or something. I yeah, it was a pretty convenient thing if you had a car that you were kind of in limbo on for temporarily, and you just threw one of those paper plates on, and that could get you by for a while. So yeah. you're like dealing with smog or something like. And a lot of people would just run them for the whole time they lease the car. Yeah. So you go and they'd, have their, they'd have their real plates in the trunk. It's all for like big brother toll trafficking and stuff like that. Yeah. That's what it is. So now you can, you can't go through a fast track or uh-huh. uh, a lot of times it would be like the wealthiest person with <laughs> yeah. so they can avoid like the $5 toll. Exactly. Or yeah. Anyways, I would just hate to see this impact the, the exhaust thing, you know, you're leaving cars and coffee and some asshole cop that yeah. just decides to. Yeah. I can imagine like a thing like a, maybe not our cars and coffee, but like uh, the Porsche one. Up at oh, easy. easy. Yeah. Like, or how about a big one? Like Blackhawk. Dude, half those cars. All right. Thousand bucks, thousand bucks, thousand bucks. No, dude, no way to get around it. They can make 200 grand. <laughs> right. And then who's going to come next time, especially with that bad exhaust. Like, yeah. They're going to get it fixed, probably. I don't know. I mean, it's slippery slope. I know. What are the DBs on, like, my car at 3,000 RPM? I don't know. I have a bad sense of that because I always think of track day stuff, and that's pretty loud. Like, 95 DBs is pretty loud. Is it? Yeah. That's a loud car. Yeah, I don't know. So, I don't know. Huh. To be continued. Scary. Anyways, thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. Bye. Brian, you are pretty fly. You're pretty fly for a rye guy.